How's it going, guys? I'm Aaron the Rapper. Dysfunctional. This is the start of the Come Up Podcast. Aaron, how'd you get into rap? Oh, man, how'd I get into rap? Uh, shit. Honestly, my deepest memory of, like, rapping goes back to, like, some schoolyard shit. Like, just being a, a young, young kid in the school ground. It was, like, I think probably around the time 8 Mile came out. <laughs> so, like, okay, okay. All, you know, just little kids being little kids spitting in the fucking... The, I don't even know what to call it. The playground. It wasn't even a the playground. It was like the. Oh God! You had like one of those like little tiny yeah, areas was, outside. Yeah, yeah, it was just like a tiny hangout area before you you went inside to actually sit down, and go to class and shit. Okay, yeah, um, I got you. But I just remember my friend Michelangelo coming up to me and just like we were all standing there and he just started rapping. He's like, "What you got?" And I was like, "Absolutely nothing." What are you talking about? What? <laughs> like what is this uh and i was just i mean too young to even fathom what music was but oh dude as like you grow up and i mean i remember being in school and i think it was really about like sixth seventh grade i started getting into like writing poetry and stuff going through like the the english units that they put you through in school okay and uh, i really just enjoyed writing and the the different patterns you could hit and that, all that shit and uh it just it grew from there i remember you know friends of mine just being like oh that sounds like raps you know like it's almost how it happens for everyone it just it sounds Dude, like raps it just literally so oh. i was like okay let me just get on a beat then and yeah. i went from there how about yourself? Oh, dude, I'm, I'm literally piggybacking off that because you said the fact that it sounded like a rap. So I think like second grade, I was playing Call of Duty or something. And uh, one of my buddies put on Eminem and uh, it was his relapse album, dude. I, did, I ain't never heard anything like that. Like my parents, not into that type of music. OK, so like I heard this and it was a whole other sound. I was like, OK, so like, let me get this straight. This sounds this, this actually sounds energetic. I was like, I really vibe with this. So I started listening to hip-hop music, getting into it. Fifth grade comes along. I got a crush on this chick, and she broke up with me. And uh, it was like a little kid heartbreak and stuff. And so I went out, and I wrote a poem releasing my emotions and stuff. And I told my buddy about it. He's like, yo, this this sounds like a rap. Got me gassed up, dude. I didn't know anything about rap. I didn't do research. It sounded horrible. All I knew was it needed to sound fast. The good old heartbreak poetry. Dude, I'm telling you, bro. So, like, I was doing this stuff, like, as fast as I can, just going with it, going with it, going with it. Sounded like trash. Like, the poem was great, just not as a rap. Right, right. So, like, I kept going at it, going at it for, like, the next couple of years, I'd start writing stuff. But I didn't know 16 bars, a hook. I didn't know any of this stuff. I was just going with what I felt. Freeform. Yes, exactly. And uh, he told me that I should quit rap. And that just made me ignite the fire even more. So I kept going at it, stopped talking to him for a couple of years, started finding a little more out about hip hop. And uh, I ran into him again. He's like, yo, this sounds crazy. Like this almost sounds authentic, which looking back now it doesn't, but I was on the right path. Right. That's pretty much how I got into hip hop. Nice. So we were talking about this uh, before the podcast started about making the, the social connections and doing all that stuff. So yes. And I, I told you, I, I'm not good at that myself. Like, that's coming from, you know, my, my honest perspective. Right, like, which is understandable. It's... Social networking, not my thing. I have anxiety like a mofo, so I just... Oh, dude, I got I'm you. I'm in my own world. I don't usually do stuff, like, <laughs> branching out. But we're here, so... 100%. Uh, how do you come about, you know, meeting all these artists and just, like, really reaching out and okay. making these connects? Yeah, okay, so uh, that actually... 
the reason I am the way I am and how I can social network and stuff is like, don't get me wrong. Like I have anxiety like motherfucker too. Like I have to like take that jump. And then once it's engaged, I can get the ball rolling. But back when I was doing parkour, that's what gave me the mentality I have now. Like I was scared to take a jump over something. I would do it and realize it was fun and I can do it again and again. I have to keep that mentality going when I do networking and stuff. So I'd say freshman year, I was hanging out with my cousin. Her rap name at the time before she decided rap wasn't for her was Diamond. We were going to do Dysfunctional Diamond album. Never happened, but it was gonna be awesome and uh so we we're at her place and <laughs> we were uh working on the music and stuff and her mom comes in she's like hey there's this artist he goes by like ndb or something he has a uh, soundcloud you should check it out i was like uh, okay well that's all right so she shows us the track and it was uh nico of war music but at the time he was going by nico to bleep and uh silverback and it it was the craziest track dude it really made me step up my game but i uh I was I was shy. I didn't know how to contact anyone about it or anything. So I kept doing me, kept doing me. And uh, I think the first social connect I made was Kid Beats. That's because I wanted to take that leap of faith and start making music seriously. So after I did that, I met up with him. I met up with uh, Turn Up God. He goes by NGB Draco now. Yeah. Shout out G2E. On top of that, it was pretty crazy. So that was like a mind blower there. A little while after that, I started working in Buffalo Wild Wings and uh, came across my manager. Her name was Lexi. And she was telling me about her brother. And I was like, okay, I ain't never heard of Nico of War music. And, uh, but it sounds familiar. And she's like, yeah, you used to go by like NDB, Nico to Bleep. And I was like, that sounds really familiar. So that was like one of my first actual engagements within hip hop. We uh, added each other on Facebook. We were hesitant to talk to each other, but I'd say like a year down the road after getting to know what each other was about that was my first connect after that it was crush the flow goes by ethereal now and uh from there it was just a lot of connecting connecting and it was just something i got really used to after taking that leap of faith so i'm not i'm just remembering back to the first time i had ever heard of ndb nico of war music shout out to the homie i started working at the the ford dealership in town in ottawa okay and uh I met a guy, his name was Robert. He had just heard that I had, I had rapped, you know, he had, I think, added me as a friend on Facebook, and I post music on there, and at work, he was like, hey, you know, I, I have a son, and he raps, he, he does pretty well for himself, you know, he's a pretty good rapper, I think you guys would click, or, click and right. like each other, or hang out, whatever. Uh, so, I was like, okay, you know, bet, you know, do you have any music by him? He's like, ah, let me, you know, older guys, you know, let oh, me, let me find the video <laughs> or yeah, pulls up the phone and, you know, scrolling through Facebook or whatever, trying to find music. So, you know, he finally finds something and he shows me, I'm like, oh man, okay. All right. I like, it's, it's always nice to hear an artist who's well and, you know, knows what they're doing and yes. they've, they've kind of got a, a grip on their, their craft, you yeah, know, hundred percent. So I was like, awesome. Super cool. You know, I added him on Facebook or whatever, and he used to DJ as well, and he hosted a couple open mic events that me and uh, a couple of my buddies who I was hanging out with at the time was like the Black Sheep Hooligans, you know? Yeah, of course. Uh, Gavin Bryan and like Jake Lowry and oh, yeah. Benny Glenn and Dude, it's... You know, Crush was fucking gone at that point. I think he had uh he was he moved out to Iowa, I think it was, and uh he'd even had like a a show out there that we had went and seen like i had posted on 
Okay. Facebook, you know, we support the homies fucking oh, yeah. around here, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, uh, back to what I was saying originally, Nigo hosted these open mic events. So, you know, we came through and we always used to rap and just had a good time. And so we got to meet Nico and click up and whatnot. I remember Renegade fucking, oh my God, you guys are fucking great. And it's like, yeah, I know you guys are great. Right, dude. Uh, yeah. And just, it's, it's, it's super dope just to hang out with artists, you know, people who right. are just dedicated and, passionate about pursuing something oh 100 percent. so that's that's how i i found out about nico and uh me and me and crush really fucking linked up back in like fine arts and in high school i think is when like we really was like oh man nice yeah yeah, of course yeah Uh, from that point i mean we we've always just kind of stayed in touch i mean we don't talk every day or anything oh right right no for sure check in every now and then yeah so Actually, you had uh, brought that up with Benny Glenn and Crush and all that. I think my first, like, initial important key to getting in the local hip-hop scene as to where I am now and what we're doing now is actually based off my buddy I did parkour with. His older brother was always rapping and stuff. So, like, whenever I'd go to his house, we'd hang out and uh, he'd be smoking. We'd be at the bonfire and stuff, just having a good time. He happened to tell his brother, he's like, hey, like, my buddy raps. And uh, I didn't know he had rapped. At the time, uh, Crush just used to call him Sunshine on his tracks and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So him and I used to, like, rap in the garage, and he actually taught me how to keep cadence, how to freestyle, freestyle. Not pre-written, not using written as a crutch, but to purely freestyle, uh, sorry, freestyle off the dome. Right. And uh, because of him, he had showed me Crush, Benny Glenn, Gavin, and... Uh, there was someone else on the track that they were bumping at the time, but that was like my first initial important key to getting where I'm at now, and I didn't know it at the time. That later on actually allowed for me to like get hyped up about rapping and stuff. My neighbor across from me where I used to live, he actually knew about Marty P. He would listen to his music and stuff, and he's like, I heard you rap. He's like, you should check out Marty P. He's a local rapper, too. So at the time, that's when Marty was, like, really popping, really in his prime. Yeah, he's doing his thing. Exactly. And uh, that blew me away when I watched it. I was like, I I could be there. That's local artists. That's local talent. So when I said shout-out G2E earlier, he's the reason I actually found out about G2E. I asked him where he thinks I should go to record. He gave me someone out in uh, Springfield, I think, and then uh, G2E out in Laysail. And I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, no, that that works. And I hit up Richie, and we went from there and hit it off. And that was, like, my first real big connection within it. And then I found out about Cody J after I got back from the military. Uh, I was doing independent rap uh, off my phone, recording like that. And uh, in the military, I met Smith FX. So when we got back... He went to Indiana. I didn't think we were going to talk again. He hit me up, and we started hitting it off. And he's like, here's how you record on your phone. Here's how you get the audio sounding good. That way, because I know you don't have a place to record at the time, you can use this. And I was like, all right, cool. So I posted that up on Instagram, one of the videos I was doing. And uh, my neighbor's sister, the one that knew Marty P, his sister knew Cody J. So she put Cody J in the comments saying that I was really good. And that uh, if he had any advice to give it to me. So that was another way I found out about more local artists. And ironically, they were all affiliated with G2E. G2E was in the prime back then. Like, they were really on Yeah, they were the, the, the prop, the popping crew, yeah. Yeah, of course. So uh, what was, like, I know I had mentioned, like, my keystone in getting into the hip-hop scene out here. What was your, like, first 
uh, important keystone into getting into that, like the first connection or whatever it was that got you to where you were going without knowing? I, I mean, uh, honestly, the, the, the first thing that got me into where I'm at, you know, even now was just putting myself out there and doing it, you know? Like, okay, yeah. Uh, and then that all starts with like probably my, my sophomore year and fine arts, you know? rapping okay, yeah, yeah yeah me and desiree and simon did the, the love the way you lie part two fucking cover you know yeah of course and um i mean it's it was just really exciting and invigorating and just different for me to put myself on the stage and in front of all those people because that's not oh, a that's dude. not a small crowd by any means no uh, exactly dude and like knowing that crowd dude like that's that's a lot. <laughs> right. And it's, yeah, like you said, knowing every single face in yes. that crowd is a yes. lot. But I mean, every single one of them knew Aaron Raps. Yeah. I've heard him rap in class. You know, he spits me, you know, right. to the side, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Now he's going to do it, you know, for everybody. You know, the, the 12 kids who don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So putting myself out there and like doing that for the first time and just, I was like, okay, you know, I can make a spectacle of this. I can like drop songs. I can make music videos and do all this stuff. I just have to learn how to do it. And I mean, I've just been delving in ever since. Right. I mean, I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. Oh, for the audio listeners only, if you're not sure what just happened with that little break, uh, we had some issues occur with the filming, but it's all good. But yeah, uh, back to what I was saying about that. We'll keep it going. Um, I started out with just drawing and stuff, and I was really passionate about it. And I think the issue with me not uh, fully succeeding with that and the ways I was trying is it, it wasn't necessarily forced, but it was almost expected from my family and stuff because they seen what I could do, and they were too excited for it, which perfectly fine. It's okay to be too excited for something like that. It's just, for me as a person, that was a lot to, a lot, yeah. yeah, it was a lot on my shoulders. And, like, I appreciate the love and respect that they showed me for that, but it, it just didn't give me the freedom to do what I thought I wanted to do at the time. So I would bounce back and forth between a lot of things. I started out with drawing, went from drawing to doing uh, poetry and rapping. I quit rapping. I went from that to doing parkour. Um, towards the end of my parkour days, when uh, me and my buddy had our downfall on the team, I ended up painting. Painting was doing great. I made a small business out of that, but that, that just wasn't for me either. This is like the beginning of something new, so we're gonna see what happens with it, but this is where it led me. I started rapping seriously. Uh, I made all these connects. I always shouted out people and uh, Nico, Church IE, uh, Oliver Twist, even Aaron, like, they would talk to me about if I have all these connects and I share it all, why don't I do something with it? And Oliver Twist had hit me up and he's like, hey man, you, you have all this info on like the 815 area, all these underground artists, why don't you like do a podcast or make a magazine or any of this stuff? And uh, at the time I was doing graphic designing for fun, but now it's all becoming a social media outlet where uh, we just do a lot of stuff. And thankfully, I talked to Aaron about doing a podcast, and he was down for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. I love fucking talking. You know me. Oh, yeah. Uh, anytime I get the chance, I'll fucking run my mouth about some shit. But, yeah, bro, I like like you said, you know, you 
you've talked to me before and you made those connections, you know, commenting on my old songs and videos that I was posting and whatnot. Right. I'm, I'm glad that you reached out and glad we, we get to fucking do this. I think it's going to go great. Yeah. Um, we can get something really fucking dope going here. We, uh, we plan to bring in guests and start interviewing people and letting some of our other artists' friends talk. And I don't think we've quite figured out the format of how we're going to do that. Oh, but, no, not just uh, yet. We'll get it started and yeah let everyone know and get you guys involved and definitely we're gonna be doing like song reviews so once we really get going you guys can start submitting songs and we'll have an email that you can submit them to um yeah it's gonna it's gonna be dope we'll yeah we'll give you guys some some good honest reviews and thoughts and opinions and i mean don't get it wrong we're two amateurs ourselves but of course of course we've got some some good ears I do graphic designing as well. Uh, I made Oliver Twist's album. Um, well, not his album, but his the album cover his for album N3. Cover. Yes. And, it was super uh, dope. Appreciate it. it. The album itself was dope overall. Oh, yeah. Oliver Twist is fucking sick with it. Yes, 100%. His storytelling, his sound, it's it's also unique. Um, also, to those who don't know, the magazine, the first issue was the Great One Five. It was the first uh run through the trial to see if we could get it another thing uh war music's coming back up above the surface like uh yeah for a while it was just nico doing his thing uh but now renegade's finally back in action uh so's kid tragic uh they're doing a lot of collab tracks right now actually and um renegade is doing i believe from the looks of it it looks like he's doing a whole album with a bunch of collabs and stuff which is really dope Oh, dude, yeah, it's it's looking like it's gonna be nasty. Um, him and I are currently looking for a beat that uh, we can both vibe on to get going. So we have something in the works as well. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it with getting caught up on how we got to where we're going. I can't wait to have Nico on here. I can't wait to have Renegade on dude. here. KT, the War Music Camp. We should have oh, all three of them on here at the same dude, time. Dude, that would be crazy. If we can figure out exactly how to get that all set up, dude. We're going to have 100%. a video conference call. Yes, 100%. No, that'll be awesome, dude. Uh, guaranteed, there will be roasting going on between the three of them. It is just how they are. Fucking love it. We'll have to get Twist on here, too. I feel mm. like that'll be... He'll provide a really solid interview. Yes. No, 100%. Uh, actually, I was supposed to be linking up with Twist uh, last week, but with the stuff that I've got going on right now, I, I didn't have time to hit him up, which I got to do soon anyways, but uh, thanks for the reminder on that. Oh, I guess. Yeah. I have to hit up Twist soon, too. Definitely. Um, I need some stems. Dude. I need some stems. I got the I got the audio for the, the song we got together, and that shit is fucking fire and i mean i've re-recorded my verse now and got it like the cadence really down and okay yeah no uh actually yeah so the track those two have coming out uh i had showed nico of war music because i was really gassed up when twist sent it my way he's like hey i feel like you were like one of the main reasons all these different types of collabs and all these things are happening within the industry out here right now and as appreciation of that i want you to hear this track before it gets released that me and aaron the rapper are working on and I froze for a second. I was like, "Yo, like you're joking. You two got you two got a collab going on right now." Sends it my way, dude. The chemistry you two have is immaculate. Like I was I was blown away. Oh yeah, I mean, Twist got the song and it had a rough cut of the hook on there and it had you know a rough cut of my verse on there. But I mean, 
you could just tell the the vibe of the song from the beat you know yeah he just tore it apart i mean that verse is a solid fucking verse i mean it's took a little time but i I mean Mm -hmm. good things come with time i'm i'm a patient man i'll wait Oh, 100%, I'll wait, you know, 100%. and I know he's a, he's an artist, so I didn't want to be hitting him up constantly like, yo, man, right? where's this at? Where's this at? I need this. I need this done. Always, man. And he's, he's like really good about the turnaround rate. And, uh, it, for the most part, uh, he, he blows me away with it. Like I remember, uh, uh, weird. Uh, it has Nico of war music, ethereal and Oliver twist. I guess uh, from the sounds of it, when I was talking to Nico and talking to Ethereal, they their turnaround rate was good. Obviously, like it, it's not about the turnaround rate at all, but it's just the passion and everything you do within it. And it took them a while, which is fine. That's how everyone does it. But they were just like blown away with Twist, and he sent it like the next day, and it sounded like he had wrote this thing within a month and like crafted it, practiced it, and everything. But it wasn't. It was like right then and there. It was, yeah, he's a dog. There's Crazy. no other way to explain it. No, 100%. That Man. boy is nasty on a mic. Mm, facts. Built for it. And I've heard he does a mean Elvis impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, facts. That's for you, buddy, if you made it this far in the listening session. Mm-hmm. God, that stuff was crazy. Um. Yeah, no, he, uh... Oh, man. I forgot what he calls his uh studio. It's like... The, the psych ward or something like that. Um, sorry if I uh, said the wrong thing, but it, it is definitely around that terminology. You saw how that? Destroy them all. Just expect more from us. And uh, if you guys want to get in contact, figure out how you can be a part of the magazine. Uh, if you want graphic designing done, uh, eventually we're going to be doing the reactions to your guys' tracks you want any part of that any info on what we're doing just be sure to hit us up whether it's his uh personal account my personal account um what other accounts you want to uh you can you can actually like like he said you know hit us up on our accounts and i mean you can get a hold of me on twitter or instagram uh at aaron rapper 17 that's a-a-r-o-n-d-a-r-a-p-p-e-r-1-7 and I mean that's my Twitter handle, my Instagram handle. Uh, you can find me on Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, whatever you use to get your music source. Uh, at you know Aaron DeRapper, same spelling as my my user, my usernames on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, as well as that, if you want to hit us up through um, Instagram or Facebook through the Come Up page itself, uh, just type in at T-H-3-C-0-M-E-U-P. It'll pop up with our logo and go from there. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we, we both have access to the account, so we'll, we'll both be monitoring your messages and going over track submissions, and we'll we'll see what makes it on here and what doesn't, and hopefully you guys don't get salty, huh? Yeah, facts. Because we've had some saltiness. Oh, yeah. That's for uh, another day in time. Salt is for french fries, bitch. (laughs) All right, guys. This is Aaron DeRapper. Dysfunctional. We're both signing off. Thank you for listening to the Come Up Podcast. We'll see you again soon. Peace. Peace.